Hey everyone, welcome to the Utah Royals FC show. This is episode 53 and I'm here with Megan. Hi Megan! Hello, it's been a few weeks but I'm back finally. It has been a few weeks and it's been a few minutes. Kind of kind of hectic trying to figure out what's going on. So we are podcasting. This is the earliest we've ever podcasted but I kind of like it. So it's like 3, 3.30 now. PM. I know normally it's like 6 p.m. and we're wrapping up and I'm like, oh my goodness. I know. But today we today we got it together and this is the perks of when we don't have like full-blown adults that have normal human jobs involved. <laughs> so. Definitely. And you know, I'm not half asleep. It's an incredible feeling. I, I know. I it. had a late start today, so I'm like rested and ready to go and ready to be back on the podcast. So this might be a good episode. We'll we'll find out. It, it will be a good episode. Have faith. <laughs> I, I have faith in you, but I don't know if I have faith in me, but that's okay. We'll find out. <laughs> All right. So the breaking news is that we have a roster update. And this has been really, really messy. So what is happening That is that essentially all the other teams are releasing their final roster, and then the Royals come out and they release an updated roster that isn't finalized. So that has made the last few minutes really confusing to uh, try to organize with this podcast. But, oh well. You know... Sometimes you just got to wing it. Thank you yeah. to everybody at the club that's helped us at least figure out what we're doing with our lives a little bit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Cassidy came in yes. clutch with that email. I don't think Cassidy listens, but that's cool. I mean, you know, cool. who knows? Hopefully she does. If she does. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> real. Hi Scott. Yes, Scott. <laughs> hope he listens, right? Yes, Scott listens. And then I'm pretty sure a couple players listen. Or they listen occasionally. Anyways, so I guess the premise of the news is that there's an updated roster. It isn't finalized. So what we have had happen is that we have had the departure of two players, Grace Hancock and Utah native Haley Skomolski North from the preseason roster. And so what it currently stands at is that the roster is made up of 22, 22 players. And then we have an additional six players who are non-contracted players, or at least the way that the press release words it is national team replacement players. So trying to figure out, I don't know if that means that they can only be in the 18 when people are gone on international duty, or if it means that they're a supplemental roster player or a practice player and they can just come in at any time sort of unsure on that but the point is is that we have six and we need to get that down to four by the time the preseason starts regardless a lot of these folks are going to end up with the utah royals reserves anyways but those players are the three draft picks michelle maimoni maddie nolf and alex kimball as well as we have goalkeeper melissa louder um, defender Gabby Vincent, and then forward Raisa Strom Okimoto. So four of those will stay long-term with the club. And it may be all six, and then they just go to the Utah Royals Reserves and then try to work their way in, or they go somewhere else. Um, we'll see what happens. So kind of confusing stuff, but still exciting to see that you know number sort of get narrowed down. And we have a better idea as to what the season is going to look like. Which is exciting. It's coming up soon. We've got, what, two weekends? Yes. A little less than at this point. So 
we're getting there, people. Um, so next kind of thing we're going to talk about is the NWSL Players Association. They announced earlier this week, I want to say maybe late last week, um, the new executive board, which consists of two people from each uh, team. Goodness, I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. Two people from each team. We have from Utah Royals, Rachel Corsi and Nicole Barnhart, um, who Barnhart is actually the secretary of the executive board, which is kind of cool. And then just in other, we miss Brooke LB news. I don't know if everybody does, <laughs> but I loved Brooke LB. Um, she is the president. Cool. Which is pretty cool for her. Um, so yeah, that players association board is pretty much just kind of like representatives from around the league. That's just kind of going to make sure they're getting what they feel they deserve and pretty cool to see that we've got a secretary on the board. That'll be hopefully good for Utah. But just to have the Players Association at all recognized by the NWSL is going to be huge and hopefully make some changes this upcoming season. Absolutely. Really exciting stuff. And it's cool to see Brooke Elby be the president. You know, yeah. she's I don't know, young. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a hot take that I miss her, but I always loved Brooke when she was here. And it's not a hot take. In okay, the good. I don't know. I feel like some people get offended whenever I say I miss anybody that's left, but I always love Brooke Elby. So if you have a problem with that, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that. I miss Brooke Elby as well. Brooke Elby is pretty rad. She was she was pretty cool. I almost I was gonna get her name on my jersey, and then she, they announced like a week later they were they traded her. So I was like, well, I guess it's a good thing I didn't do that. Yeah, that's but, definitely good timing. And that is why I never got a name on my jersey, because I was afraid they would get sold. So that's that's Sweet. moral of the story. Be careful who you get on your jerseys. Brilliant. <laughs> that's, that's the first tangent of the day. Be, war- <laughs> be a little cautious with your jersey name selections. And, you know, we're flying by, so we are definitely due for more tangents. Otherwise, this podcast is going to be over in the next, like, six minutes. I know. There's not even, like, a ton to talk about. I know. That's you what know, sucks. But we're getting we're getting there. Soon we'll have games, and all of the hot takes will be coming with those, and we'll get there eventually. It's yeah. We're almost there. We've almost survived the offseason, guys. Almost there. Almost there. I don't know. Maybe... Like I said, we're flying by this. Maybe it's just that we're more boring than the others, or maybe, yeah, maybe we're just Cindy's hyper really efficient. Just like the cool one of us. Who knows? Yeah. That's probably what it is. Cindy's cool, and the rest of us aren't. Yeah, but probably, you know, at least Ryan rose from the dead to make an appearance in the new piece coming to RSL Soapbox. Hopefully soon. Keep your eyes tuned for that. Yeah. So I'm glad Ryan's alive. I know. He yeah, has so I know. Much I haven't plate. heard from him in weeks. I know. I, I sent him a text like three weeks ago, and it's like, "Hey, haven't heard from you. Hope like, you're doing you okay, <laughs> Mission Man. No, you got a lot on your plate. You know, keep 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 kicking life's butt." And he just responded with a smiley face, and it's like, "Oh, dude, you're so oh, busy. Man. I'm so yeah, sorry. He's so busy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I guess. Pharmacy school plus yeah. oh. working a bunch of other jobs, and then having kids. I know this is yeah. what we mean when we say the real adults aren't here because, like. Virtue's in college, but, like, he doesn't have all those responsibilities. He's just got his, like, college responsibilities. And then I see Ryan doing the college responsibilities and the adult responsibilities. And it's just a lot. Well, I think the key is to get your degree and then never change your mind and wallow in the sorrow of what you originally picked. That way you don't have to go back. That's true. That's life lessons with Virtue. Don't change your mind ever. Stick, yeah, with, stick with your initial decisions. Mm-hmm. Though I don't know if that's actually really good advice because if you're miserable, you know, like do something about it. But also college is expensive. 
Yeah, for real. On that note, um, shameless self-plug, I'm going to be on the job market soon. So if you need a recent college grad who um, is really into critical theory and knows a lot about African politics, really narrow stuff, uh, I'm your guy. So, yeah. <laughs> Get your job, job 2K19. <laughs> oh, That's man. plan. Yeah. That was a good tangent. We only need like four more of those to uh, Exactly. We can come a half up with hour. four more tangents. Yeah, I know. Definitely. Definitely. Um so like we said, NWSLPA stuff, really, really good. Um we've also since we last podcasted, there is a more concrete um US Women's National Team Player Association. So that's cool that they're, you know, the lawsuit is really picking up steam. So a, I guess, Luna Bar, I honestly, I feel so bad. Do they make cookies? Do you know anything about them? Like, it sounds like a, um, like a I, protein Yeah, bar. I think they're like, I don't know if it's necessarily a protein bar, but they're like a granola bar, health bar type company. Yeah. Um, I can do a quick Google and give you a technical definition. They are, oh, they're, so yeah, they're a nutrition bar created by Cliff Bar and Company in 1999. That's what we oh, learned. Cool. So yeah, they're I like Cliff Bars. I don't think I've ever had Luna Bars. I know we sell them at the store I work at. That's about my knowledge of them. That and they're pretty cool yeah. and gave a lot of money to our incredible athletes. Yeah, definitely. I had never heard of them, but this is definitely cool. So they're giving each um, World Cup roster player an additional $31,250 so that the roster bonus is the same as men. So while it's kind of crappy that you know, we live in a time where that difference has had to be, you know, to make it happen, it needs to be made up by private corporations. The fact that it's being made up is really, really cool. Um, really wish that some of that would trickle down to the NWSL a little bit, but we're not like not going to see that. But it's a a good a good first step. On on addition to that, or on in addition, I can speak today. Wow, um, it's kind of interesting because Virtue and I were talking about it beforehand. The max NWSL salary we decided was about forty six thousand dollars for the season. That bonus alone is like about what most players in the NWSL are making. So yeah, if we could get some of that, even half of that, in the NWSL, think how huge that could be for the players that aren't with their national teams and are trying to just live in these for and work in these NWSL teams and are struggling to even do that. Cause like, obviously the Federation players aren't being paid what they should either, but there are so much usually anyway, so much better off than the NWSL players are. So just think how much that could help. If we got another thing like that to happen where they were giving NWSL players money, even if it was just like the winner of the NWSL got something similar to that each season, you know, obviously that's entirely wishful thinking, but that little money could mean a lot to some of the girls in this league right now who are living some of them in poverty to live their dreams. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's so, it's so interesting player salaries, you know, and especially you see so many people and it's like, what do I, I do with, with my degree, you know, like, or why don't I go use my degree? Like I haven't talked to Alex Arlett a lot as of late, but I mean, you know, she has like a master's in accounting. Yeah. I'm pretty positive she's making at least probably double what she made, um, you know, yeah. as a player in the NWSL. I know. I, we should really talk to her more. She's a pretty cool person. But yeah, like she's a great example, though, is like 
I guess a backhand fortunate she had got an injury and was forced to leave. Like, obviously that sucks, but she's able to use the skills she got in college and do probably better now than she was when she was playing soccer, which is absolutely insane to think about from a professional sports league standpoint. You, All of the people in the men's sports are like, oh, I'm going to play, go pro and I'll never have to work again. Whereas in the NWSL, it's if I go pro, I might have to get a second job. And it's just, it's interesting to look at that dynamic, especially like mentioning Alex, she's had, she's gone off and is doing some crazy accounting stuff because she's super, super smart and good at life. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting yeah. to see that mm-hmm. dynamic of this league sometimes. Yeah. I think that's definitely one of the privileges of, you know, being attached at least to certain MLS teams. You know, we've, we've talked about discrepancies between, you know, other clubs, but when we look at, you know, when the Royals were in KC, you know, Lola Bontos, a nanny. Uh, if I remember right, Sydney Miramontes would deliver pizzas after practice. So to to ha- not have to worry about that and to really focus on your sport and your art, um, that's really important. Also, random side note that I totally... Tangent number um, two. Woo. Yeah, yeah. T- tangent number two that I should have brought up when I was um, foolishly marketing myself (laughs) is so our boy Roscoe is out on the job market after the AAF has folded. So if anyone is looking for someone in that neck of the woods who listens to the show, which I guarantee is not possible, (laughs) you uh, you know, maybe we we appreciate the 50 of you who, uh, who are listening since we transferred over from transferred over to Podbean. Um, but yeah, hope Roscoe lands on his feet. Yeah, good dude. That one of one of the nicest guys I've ever talked to. I never had the privilege of meeting him face to face while he was here. Unfortunately, I wish I had because I've heard nothing but good things about him. But over Twitter and over the few times I've talked with him privately, he's definitely one of the nicest guys, and he's so good at his job. Like, go oh go take God, a yeah. look at, at @shotboxer on Instagram and just scroll through some of his stuff. He's crazy talented at what he does, and definitely. I don't know if he still listens. I don't know if he still cares. I know he probably used to, especially because we had him on that one time. But the guy the guy deserves a whole lot more in life than he's been handed with his job that he left Utah for folding and all of that. But definitely, if anybody knows anybody that needs a crazy talented photographer, hit Roscoe up. Cause Is that what we should title the name of this episode? Yes. Operation Get Roscoe a Job. Let's do it. Operation yeah. Get Ro- and you. We'll do Get Roscoe and Virt Joe a job. <laughs> uh, yeah, Roscoe, yeah. definitely. Quality human. Quality photographer. Deserve, yeah. Deserves to get the best job in the world. Mm-hmm. And, that's my, and you know, that's my Roscoe rant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, not to be disparaging of the NWSL or, you know, the... American Alliance football. I, f- I forget what it's called. Uh, that sounds right. right. It's, I just yeah. know the AAF. That's about, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, like Roscoe is someone who deserves to be like courtside in the NBA. Oh yeah. hundred in, in some, in some capacity where he is. And I was hoping the Falcons would the take him up. Because he was already yeah. in Atlanta for the AAF football. If he could take, yeah. take up a job with the Falcons or Atlanta United even. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he really likes living in Atlanta, too. Yeah, I know. I He tweets about it all the time, and I'm like, oh, must be nice. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah. We we miss you, Roscoe, on the off chance you are listening. Yeah. We miss you dearly. I wish you the best. Hopefully Atlanta United hears this and offers you a job back photographing soccer. For or real, football, for if real. you want to go to the Falcons, that's fine too. But Sweet. All right, we love you, Roscoe. Yes, rant do. number two, Roscoe is cool. <laughs> Killing it. So we've had a bit of an international break, which has been interesting. So I know, an United, international break, even though our season isn't started yet. It's always interesting yeah, dynamic there. For real. So the U.S. Women's National Team beat Australia 5-3. to Kind of concerned about conceding three goals. Yeah, that's definitely Whatever. not great. But like, you know, <laughs> could have been worse, I guess. Yeah. Um, Katrina Gorey made her return after that horrible injury, which ended her W League season. So even though she is not going to be with us this season, um, glad to see that she is back playing because that was that was a really brutal injury. So yeah. good to see her on the pitch. Definitely, she was she was always fun to watch. Good to see her getting back healthy, and hopefully we'll get to see her. Play obviously not with Utah, but with somebody this this year. Yeah, other than Australia, I, I, obviously, but like the club yeah. team. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's gonna stick to her roots in Brisbane. I don't know. Yeah. I'll look we'll into it. Yeah, maybe she already has yeah. announced, and I just missed it. I don't. I don't know. I don't think she's yeah. announced officially. She's staying somewhere, but hopefully somewhere in Australia. There are good. It's a good time down there, from what we've yeah. heard. Definitely. I mean, she she is definitely not contracted anywhere outside of Australia as of this moment. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know. I have been really bad about following her lately. So. You're good. So, U.S. Women's National Team played last night against Belgium. Uh, 6-0 thumper. Or no, 6-1 thumper. Did they? No, it was 6-0. I think it was 6-0. Yeah, it was six nil. Why? Why? Why are we allowed? Yeah, literally. To do, who gave why us am I allowed to do podcasts? Yeah, six to zero yeah. with goals. Two goals from Carly Lloyd. One from Lindsay Horan. One from Sam Mewis, One from Alex Morgan. And one from Jessica McDonald. And I believe yeah. Kristen Press had a few assists in there as well. Yeah, she had three assists. Yes. Good game for her. Yes, I remember. I saw this hat trick assist. Or had assist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what? A, I'm good at words today. Wow, hat trick of assists. <laughs> Goodness. And Becky Sauerbrunn started, obviously got the shutout, but that's not surprising. She's superhuman. So, you know, she's killing it lately with the U.S. women. Yeah, without a doubt. Although, so it's so interesting to me. Granted, I'm not a coach and I'm, you know, I'm not, I I wouldn't consider myself smart, but I (laughs) I look at. I wouldn't consider myself smart. Same. I mean, in, in, in terms of, you know, soccer yeah. and formation and things, um, is I feel like in a world where there are not as many discrepancies in terms of women's and men's sports and just general in terms of the social structure, if more teams were like the U.S. Women's National Team, I would be very, very concerned because I don't think that um, Jill Ellis knows what she's doing in terms of a starting 11 for the World Cup. I think Nair is guaranteed. I think probably Ertz, probably um, Haran, and then Sauerbrunn. Did I say Morgan? I you had, yeah. But outside but, of yeah. that, there's just 
there's so many moving pieces and it's like who starts who starts yeah, where that has you know i been still something that's been interesting to me because i wasn't able to watch the last two friendlies because i've had to work unfortunately it's really annoying uh-huh. but i felt like every time i look there's a different lineup or a different formation or a different sub pattern and i'm just i hope she it's a plan it's a grander plan and she's just seeing like final touches but it it is a little worrisome to see so many changes considering they have a send-off tour and then they're at the world cup pretty much left so it's it's definitely something I've been a little concerned about, but I mean, who knows? Obviously, they paid Jill Ellis, not me, but I, I definitely can agree with that, that it's a little interesting to see just how much she's changed and how many different people have been in and out of camps and who hasn't been in camp that maybe should have been in camp and all that different kind of stuff. Yeah, I I can't even tell you how many different positions Crystal oh, I know. has played. Girl can play and- anywhere, but like, pick one. <laughs> Yeah, and Ali Krieger, solid player, but goes like seven hundred and thirty yeah, something days. Was it a little over two in years? In between yeah. caps, yeah, it's a little, it's a little over two, two years, I think. Maybe it was seven eighty. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I don't know. It was it about was a, two years. It was a very yeah. long time. Yeah, and so to bring her in at ninety eight caps and then not play her both games to ever get to a hundred seems like it's just. It's just weird, and it's too much tinkering, and it bugs me. And if there was less of a development disparity, I would be much more worried about the World Cup. But because there is that development disparity in terms of, at least when we look at the globe and the center and the periphery, if you want to word it that way, or the United States, Europe, and then the rest of the world. Yeah, definitely there's a lot of disparity between the countries in women's soccer still like I feel like in in the men's game it's there's good country there are good teams pretty much everywhere but when you look at women's soccer it's definitely like a few teams are consistently good and then there's some that make up make it come up for a few years and then go back down and it'll be interesting to see how the how the summer goes but one thing's for sure we're gonna lose a lot of Royals players this summer so we'll have to deal with that yeah yeah I still would advocate that there's huge disparities in the men's games between certain countries, but I think that that disparity just becomes even more emphasized. Yeah, I I can agree with that. That's true. Yeah. And so I think that's what makes countries like, you know, the U S women's national team or England and France and sometimes Germany and Australia. So different from the rest of the pack. Yeah, definitely. And Japan as well. So if if the case were not like that, I would be seriously concerned for the United States' chances going into the Yeah, World you almost Cup. have to wonder the how way... they do if they had as many teams to compete against as like the US men do, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think we'll win it. We'll see what happens. I know some people, um, not to name any names that on the Belgium. RSL Soapbox team beg to differ, but I won't throw those people under the bus because we don't need Twitters to be attacked after this. But I have definitely heard conflicting reports in the RSL Soapbox Slack group. So Wait, what is this about? I don't want to I don't want to throw people under the bus, but there's been a few people in our Slack that have thought that the U.S. isn't going to do very good this summer. 
So, oh yeah, yeah. I don't. We'll find out. I think I, they've got a good but, shot. I think I think they always seem to come in clutch when it matters most. And the the U.S. is a good team. They all know how to play soccer at the end of the day, and their group's not impossible. And they're I think they'll at least do decent enough. Like I don't know, maybe they don't want to win the whole thing, but I think I think they'll go farther than some people think they will with this roster. So when when that when individual <laughs> X is articulating that in this slide, yeah, we though, won't throw them under the bus. Well, Sorry, everybody who's listening yeah. that wants to know, but um, knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're referring to like a semifinals loss. Though, okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, US I mean, is pretty like gonna get out of their group. Their group's not hard. Y- yeah, there's. I mean, you could put the US in yeah. any group. I mean, they you could put them in a group with England. France and Germany, and I still yeah. think they're. I don't. I don't think group. there's any question of that. I think I'm hoping they at least make it to the final, but it's it's tough to say. It really just is. But I I think we'll do better than some certain individual X wants to think. But who knows? They know a lot more about soccer than I do. Apparently, so we'll find out. <laughs> you, you know the uh, the cool thing about supporting the Royals is that obviously if they, I mean I'm kind of in a different boat cuz I am a fan of the Dutch national team as well as the US, the US women's US national loses, team. I can root for Canada or Scotland or yeah, right. anybody else. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or Could you imagine? Um, I don't even know, know if it's New, possible New like a US Canada final. That would be crazy. It'd be cool. It'd be I cool. think they're on I the think... same, like they'd be in the same side of the table, but I'm not sure positive on that. I don't know if it's even possible, mm-hmm. but like even just those two teams meeting up somewhere in the World Cup would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. If I remember right, I think in terms of the group stage, Rachel Corsi and Katie Bowen are the yeah, only they were, two I remember that. that will meet up in the group stage. Um, but like still fun, fun stuff to watch. And going into that, um, like so incredibly stoked for Scotland. What a result they I had know. today. One, so they had a 1-1 Brazil, what, right? Yeah, so so they had a 1-1 draw with with Chile a couple days ago, but they they had a 1-0 a 1-0 win over Brazil with Corsi captaining as always, but you know. She's she's a legend. It's a good it's a good Brazil team. You know, this is a Brazil team that still has Marta on it, you know, uh Alessandrina, there's a lot of great talent on that. So I am stoked. Definitely. For Shout to out to Corsi killing it with Scotland. Who knows? Maybe Scotland will come out and win the whole thing this year. That'd be pretty epic. That would be super epic. Quite a plot twist. Um, so in other news, Canada beat England 1-0. And Canada today, earlier this morning, beat Nigeria 2-1. Desiree Scott was the only the only one of our Canadians called up. Diana Matheson is recovering from some sort of injury. Hopefully she um, is okay. <laughs> you know, is healthy and better for the World Cup. Because honestly, this is probably going to be the last World Cup for both of them. I think um, Desiree Scott maybe could do one more, but you know, Matheson is 34, I'm pretty sure. So this is pretty positively her last World Cup. So hopefully she can get healthy for that. Um, yeah, and then Iceland played I South just Korea. I looked up that score. It ended 3-2 in favor of Iceland. According to oh, ESPN, you found it. Okay, if that's cool. wrong, 
yell at ESPN, not me. But that's when I searched it up on ESPN. That's what they said. So rad, um, rad. Yeah, I looked but... a couple places. Yeah, I looked a couple places, and it said yeah. It appears find that they the play score. tomorrow again as well. Yeah, I believe against yeah. South Korea too. Yeah. I believe, mm-hmm. and Gunny were the captains are banned for that one as well, which is cool because she does not always wear the captains yeah. armband. That's I don't think there's her, as much definitely. a yeah, there's not as much a set in stone designated captain for the Icelandic team compared to um, Scottish. I forgot that Iceland and Scotland played earlier this year. Forgot about that one. Yes, Iceland won that one did. two to one. So both both our other internationals are Icelandic and our Scottish international seem to be doing good things right now. So that's good. Mm-hmm. So heartbroken though that um, Gunny and Iceland ah, didn't make the World Cup. They were, they were so, so close. close. They were they yeah they were top of the group over Germany and then just last two games collapsed. But it is it is what it is. Gunny Gunny will get there. Oh one yeah, day, definitely. I'm sure. She's got time left. She'll be here for another yeah. another four years. So hopefully twenty mm-hmm. what year is it? Twenty nineteen? So twenty twenty three? She'll be there. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty three. Oh yeah. Killer. So we have some court stuff to talk yes. about. The all important so court stuff. Get your wallets ready, people. Yes. Um it's it's also mostly because someone fronted like $500 for scarves. And so we need to sell every one of them. Um, I need it. So the scarves are super cool. Yeah. The scarves are super cool. Um, if you know Marcus on Twitter, or you can even just Venmo at tip the Uber $25. I've and, been meaning uh, to do we'll that. Get you for a like scarf either at a tailgate or a game. So I'm going to do that right now as weird Joe talks about this. Yeah, do it. I I met up with with um, with Marcus last night. We've got some and cool they stuff. are yeah. beautiful. Yeah, they're very cool. It comes with a sticker. Um, all the money that we make on this is going to go back to um, us not losing a bunch <laughs> of money, uh, so we can break even. But then also Tifo. So yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. Um, also, if you're interested in getting involved in the court or being a part of leadership, um, let me know. We are looking for more people to hold tape while we put up flags and things or, you know, other more important roles like designing um, some of the merch and things like that. But it's just those types of things. If you're interested in me in that, and if you're interested in me, let <laughs> me know too. You have a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> And um, it did not mean to come out like that. If you're interested in the court or in merch or any of that stuff, um, you can hit me or Marcus, or I guess you can bug Nick Osterhout about it, but I'd probably bug him enough. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's kind of it. Well, we did it. What do you think? Sorry, I'm still trying we to did. send money to Marcus. <laughs> Oh, you're doing okay. it right now. I'm done with that. Cool. But yeah, no, I've been meaning to do it for weeks and I kept spacing it. Anyways, so yeah, do what I just did. Send at tip the Uber $25. Get your get your court gear. Get out to Rio Tinto. April 20th, 7 p.m. I think. Does that sound right? I don't know. 7 p.m. Yeah, April 7. 20th. Um, get out there. Mm-hmm. Support the Royals because they deserve it. And who wouldn't want to be at the first game of our second ever season? 
Absolutely. It's going to be It's going to be a good so year. Exciting. We're yeah. We're in for a good year. We're in for some good games. We're in for some hopefully new talent to come up this year with the World Cup. And we've got some really cool scarves coming for the court. So Oh check, yeah. Check and there at URFC show some- Twitter, I believe there's a picture of them up there. I might be wrong. Am I wrong? I feel like I saw it up there somewhere. Is there one somewhere? Okay, it's like there's a picture of them somewhere out there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there are pictures yes. of the scarves. The other thing I put in the chat, I have not okay. announced yet. Yes, there but, is. Uh, there is pictures of the scarves, and they're pretty sweet. So go check them out. For real. All right. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for listening to the. Utah Royals FC show. We will see you next week. Oh, also, um, yeah. Uh, watch the NWSL this weekend. Oh my weekend. goodness, it's this weekend. I didn't even think yeah, about it. Yeah, I forgot Utah had a bye first week. Yeah, watch the NWSL this season. We, or this year. What? Wait, the, what, like, time did the no, game start? No, I can look that up. But yeah, watch them, watch them all. Watch every single game this season. It's definitely possible. That's what we're gonna do. Mm, for real, with uh, with yeah, nine it's really teams not that hard. Makes it you, a little you, bit. You got it. Um, let's look up the first game. The first game is Spirit it's... and Sky Blue. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other yes. one is Courage and. Okay, Red they're Stars, both at seven p.m. Eastern time, really so it might good. be hard to watch them both. But I believe in all of you that you could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Yahoo Sports is is officially announced that they're yes. going to be broadcasting the games. I still don't know anything about a local broadcast. Yeah. I will as keep far, complaining as far on as we know, there's no happens. plans for one. But we don't obviously know everything, so hopefully that's not the truth. But as far as we know, the general public, we're still a no on that one, which blows. Yeah, yeah, it totally blows. It sucks. All right, <laughs> now we're um, really done. third time's a charm. <laughs> Thanks for listening to. The- <laughs> oh man! Thanks for listening to the Utah Royals. Let's see you, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs>